What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President. This is the Cash Flow President Podcast, where we take financial education and massive action very seriously, all right? Uh, so today, guys, we're going to be discussing stock market investing. Uh, we're going to be going over the basics, okay? So that's a, a topic that's near and dear to me. It's uh, definitely something that I'm actively doing, and it's something that I uh, truly believe in, all right? So I'm going to start by saying I'm not a guru or an advisor of any sort, you know, however I am an active investor. And I do believe if you apply sound principles, uh, do your due diligence, uh, educate yourself properly, and pair those with a great deal of emotional intelligence, you can actually achieve some form of freedom in the markets, okay? Or at very least, you'll have a very high yield savings account that may pay you dividends, like literally pay dividends. Like it's not just going to pay dividends, but it will pay you dividends, right? Okay, so um, first things first, man, you need to go into this knowing that the markets are volatile, okay? Meaning that they fluctuate, you know, they go up and down. And you can and most likely will lose some money in one way or another. Just going to keep it real with you guys. So, So only invest money that you won't need for the foreseeable future or quite frankly money that you won't mind losing uh just keeping it real you know that's it, it's risk behind in in any form of investing right it's um cryptocurrencies there are risks you can lose your money uh, uh real estate there are risks you can lose your money uh putting your money into uh starting a business there are risks you can lose your money right uh, putting money into a car as soon as you drive it off the lot uh, you're gonna lose lose your money so just kind of a heads up guys when you're doing investing of any sorts there's gonna be risk and it's a chance you'll lose money okay it's it's you want to uh, educate yourself properly in order to manage those risks that's called risk management uh, you want to put yourself in the best position to where you don't take on a lot of risks right or you take educated risk. That's the best way for you to uh, get the most back uh, uh, in terms of the return on investment, right, or the ROI. So what are stocks? Stocks, also known as uh, equity or a stake in a company, is a security that represents owner ownership of a fraction of a corporation, okay? Units of stock are called shares. So when you buy stock, you measure them as like how many shares you have in a company, okay? So when you say when you buy some stocks in a company, they say you buy two share two stocks, two stocks worth of uh you buy two stocks in that company, you're actually buying two shares into that company. That's how people uh uh you know kind of articulate that. You don't say I'm buying two stock, you say I'm buying two shares. All right. So that's just like, you know, some of the basics of uh you know the 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 lingo, if you will, for for stock market investing. You want to be a pretty, I'm gonna say, up to date on the terms and analogies and analyses that can go into investing. Um, only because you want to make sure you're ahead of the curve. You want to make sure you do your homework, all right, in every single way. You definitely want to make sure you properly educate yourselves and. Um, do do the right amount of due diligence in order to get the most out of this. Trust me, this isn't a a a, a place where you want to go and just throw some money in and think you're gonna get a return. Like you you will lose money, you won't have a good time, and in turn it'll like it'll turn something that can potentially be good 
uh, and good and, and can create generational wealth for the turning into uh, an experience for you that kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. You might, you know, tell other people how bad of experience they had and, and deter them from doing it. And in turn, you know, hindering people from getting potentially freedom. Right. So we don't want to do that. So essentially stocks are a form of ownership of a company. Right. So this is how I look at it. If you want to build wealth, you should look to be an owner and not a consumer. Okay. <clears throat> so be an owner of a company instead of just consuming the goods. That's how I like to look at it. If you want to become wealthy, well, Let's say you like Jordans, for example. Okay, instead of just consuming and just purchasing Jordans, you know what I'm saying, because they look nice or, you know, they give you a certain status, they feel nice on your feet, why don't you spend that same money into the stock in, 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 in Nike, you know what I'm saying, buy Nike stock instead, become an owner in what Jordan is doing, right? Become an owner in the brand that you're supporting instead of just, being a consumer of the goods. Consumers consume. Uh, owners, uh, they own and they, they, they grow money. Have you ever seen uh, owners in companies or owners of franchises or owners of anything, right? They typically make money regularly. That's because they're not consuming, they're owning. That's, that's just a little uh, insight of that. So if you want to truly build wealth, be an owner and not a consumer. In a, in a way to become an owner, is by way of the almighty stock market, okay? That's that's my end all be all. I love the stock market. So if you want to become an owner, if you want to do something that's bigger than yourself or be a part of something bigger than yourself or own something that you possibly never thought you'd own, if you buy one share of Nike or a partial share of Nike, you're you're now an owner of that company. Don't get me wrong, you'll be a small owner. You know, you might not have a, a say in any of the shareholders meetings, which you will be invited to the shareholders meetings as well. If you buy a share or, or a percentage of a share of a company, you do get invited to the shareholders meetings now. Will you be on the board? No. Will you have it, you know, any right to vote on a lot of the things going on? No. But in time with sound investment and sound principles, you know, who knows what's in the future, right? But that's just a little tidbit of information. You want to build actual wealth, be an owner, not a consumer, okay? Um, a few things worth knowing about the stock market, uh, um, about stock market investing. I mean, there are different conditions uh, the market can represent, okay? And those different conditions are known as a bull market, a bear market, and a market correction, okay? So, for starters, what are bull markets? Bull markets are the condition of a financial market in which prices are rising or are expected to rise continuously, okay? So, bull markets are, are unique to me because stock prices typically will appreciate and go up in value a lot, okay? And that, in the process, will make you a lot of money, but in the same time, the stock really becomes more risky, okay, because people are inflating the stock price, making it overvalued, all right? So if you buy into a stock or buy more of a stock during a bull market, you're essentially paying $5 for something that's only worth $1, okay? And just like the laws of gravity, whatever goes up must come down. So if, you're buy, if you buy high, 
chances are you end up losing money in the long term, all right? So that's why bull markets are good because, yes, you can make some good money. Like if you already own a stock or hold some stock, let's say you bought that stock for a book and then all of a sudden it just shoots up, boom, now all of a sudden it's at $5, right? Well, you just made a good deal of money in appreciation depending on how many shares of that stock you have. But at the same time, like I said, it's risky because if you're looking to if you're looking to buy in now, like if you buying more shares of the stock, boom, guess what just happened? The uh price per share, your average price per share just went up from a dollar to maybe let's say three bucks or a dollar to four dollars because you bought it at such a high price. You bought it at an overvalued price, right? Which is not good for you know, for the long run if you're an investor, right? If you're an intelligent investor, that is not good for business, okay? Uh, you don't want to buy an overpriced anything, okay? If I if I go um, to the it, like like when uh, I'm gonna use uh, Jordans for example, because I know I have a, a nice aftermarket inflation markup, right? If I buy if if I go to the store or if I know that Jordans cost two hundred bucks out of the store, and when they come out of the store because they sold out. Now they're selling for 500 bucks. You're essentially buying something, like I said, that costs a dollar, but you're going to buy it for $5. You know, it's, it's, in a, it's in a place, a state of inflation, so it's overvaluing that item, okay? And then chances are the market will come back down on that stock, okay? I promise you that's, that's just how the markets go. If it's up, it's going to be up for, you know, a considerable amount of time. You'll make some good money. The, the price of that stock will appreciate, but if you're if you inflated your average cost per share to four dollars when it was one once one dollar, or if you just bought in when it was five dollars, and then when it finally comes back down and goes back to its regular trading value, which is what it's actually valued at, because the company is valued at that, you know, uh, uh, then what happens is you'll actually end up losing money because your average cost per share is going to be $4, $5, $3. So it's going to go down back to a dollar, or it might even, you know, go up a notch at $2 or whatever the case may be. But since you bought it at such a high price, expecting it to continue going up when actually it had reached its peak because it was already overvalued and inflated by the masses, by the greedy masses anyway, you've essentially, uh, uh, at that point, lost yourself some money uh, due to bad uh, buying principles and a lack of emotional intelligence. You just you were greedy when everyone else was greedy. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what you want to do. So uh, just for context, a bull market is a period of time when stock prices rise by 20 percent. OK, that's for it to be considered a bull market. The, the prices have to at least go up by 20 percent. If it doesn't go up by 20%, it's not a bull market. But it, if they do go up any any percentage, in my opinion, it's a favorable market, okay? And, I mean, hey, a favorable market means you're making money. That means that those uh, prices of those stocks are appreciating and you are making money. And that is the, the, the end goal in a stock market investing or in any investing, right? Real estate investing, cryptocurrency investing, uh, investing in businesses, uh, network marketing, uh, uh, um, what's that called? Uh, franchises, whatever the case may be, right? The name of the game is to make money. So any appreciation to me is, is, is good business, you know? That's just how it works. So basically, 
people become greedy during bull markets, which is where the price inflation comes from. You know, people start seeing that price go up. They want to now they want to buy in. And and since they want it, since they because they want to get a price of that piece of the action. I mean, like they want to they see these prices going up. Oh, man, let me let me get in. I can make some money real quick. Let me get in. I can make some money real quick. That's how these prices go up and down. Like for all my cryptocurrency traders who who sit here and, you know, you understand how volatile crypto is. So you'll sit there and buy something at, at, at X and then you'll, you know, you'll uh, make some money when it hits 3X. That's because everyone's hearing about it. Everyone's getting, uh, everyone's getting greedy. Everyone wants a piece of that action. Everyone just wants to jump in. But chances are, when you hear about it, it's too late. It's already been on the rise. It's already been doing. You know, it's made its money. It's done everything you need to do. We might have a final push or two, but chances are, you're getting in expecting to to, to receive some type of return on it, and you might fool and well make a return on it but what you're doing is you're overvaluing the price of that stock because it's not really worth that so in turn it goes up in value uh you know that because it's a lot of people that get greedy you know the stocks don't just go up because one person wanted to buy two people wanted to buy it's because the masses are looking to make a buck on that stock so in turn the prices go up money is made but however, you're taking you, the only thing you're doing is you're, you're taking a quarter, you're shining it, you, you're you're making it shine, you're polishing it, and you 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 you're, you're walking around saying you got a, a a half dollar. That's what you're doing during bull markets. You're taking a quarter, you're polishing it, and you're walking around telling people that you have a half dollar when all you have is a super shiny polished quarter. That's all it is. Okay, uh, but. There, they have been 27 bull markets in recorded history. Just a little tad bit of information, you know. Uh, so bull markets are, you know, I'm going to say they're, they're not necessarily common, but they do happen, okay? The next one we're going to have is going to be bear markets. And what those are, those are markets in which prices are falling, which in turn causes people to freak out. They become fearful and they start selling, making prices drop even lower. Okay, so basically, in a bear market, let's say if uh, a big you got a price uh, worth uh, valued at uh, let's say five dollars, right? And then let's say a big time shareholder dumps all of their shares. Like you have a guy who owns like fifty percent of a company's stock. Uh, let's say they dump all their shares. They sell them for whatever reason. They made a mo- enough money. They don't believe in the company anymore. Who cares? Whatever happens, right? And that price, it just drops to like three bucks. Everyone's like, "Oh man, hold on, hold on. I got like a hundred shares of this." You know what I'm saying? That, and and that like uh, a two dollar price drop. You know that's and you got a hundred shares, man. You're gonna lose two hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like easy. You're gonna lose. Like you know. Like hold on. I was just up. Uh, I was just up two hundred, three hundred dollars. Now I'm down two hundred, three hundred. Like and just think about it. You have a lot of people that'll be up or down. You know, what I mean, that'll be up, and then all of a sudden now that stuff is down. So now they're gonna start selling. Like hold on, I'm not, I'm not about to keep losing money because they don't understand how the stock market works. So now everyone's just dumping their shares, dumping their shares, dumping their shares, and now the prices are just going low, super low, because everyone else is becoming fearful. So in bull markets, everyone becomes greedy. In bear markets, everyone becomes fearful, okay? So an intelligent investor knows this. 
Uh, and this is a quote by Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of our time. Uh, be greedy when others are fearful, fearful, and fearful when others are greedy. So that means if 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 I would be greedy when others are fearful. So when when other people are being fearful and and selling stock, making those prices go down, I need to be greedy and buy up a bunch of that stock. Right? That's how wealth is built. That's how you make money. Or or vice versa, right? Or I need to be fearful when everyone else is greedy. So if everyone is buying up a bunch of stock, inflating that price, making it overvalued, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to make the uh, uh, average cost per share I have go up in value, and I'm not going to be sitting here buying more shares of a company that's really overvalued because when it comes back down, which it will, I'm going to lose money, you know what I'm saying? And when it's time for me to be greedy, guess what's going to happen? If I'm buying a price, if I'm buying low, it's going to go back up to where it was at. That's how the markets work. They fluctuate. It's volatile. That's why I start off by saying, uh, uh, you know, markets fluctuate. You don't want to sit here and you, you need to have sound principles and emotional intelligence because of these market fluctuations, I'm telling you. So... Bear markets are unique because they don't happen they don't happen often, okay, but provide a real chance to build wealth in my opinion. Like even though prices are falling and your shares will lose massive value, you only technically lose money when you sell. Okay. So basically what that means is if I have uh let's say a stock at two dollars per share, I have let's say ten shares. So my shares are valued at ten dollars, right? Let's say the uh during a bear market it loses its uh value, it drops by twenty uh twenty five percent. So that 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 so now I'm sitting at uh seven dollars and fifty cents, like my the value of my stock, right? Sitting at seven dollars and fifty cents. So, okay, let's say I freak out and sell. Well now I've I've lost two dollars and fifty cents because the stock price fell. I can't get that money back. But if you hold on to it, when the market goes back up, guess what happens? That money is going to come right back. The value of that stock, the value, the the the, the equity, the, the dollar amount that that stock represents, when it goes back up, it's going to be right back like it never happened, okay? When it goes back up, and then the the stock appreciates again. You get you can get back to ten dollars, or you can even go past that. Get to twelve dollars. Get to fifteen dollars. Right. So you only technically lose money when you sell out of that stock. If you never sell out of it, you will never lose money. Now don't get me wrong. It can get wiped out down to zero. But hey, who who says in a year, two years, three years, four years, it won't go back up? So you never really lose money technically. Uh, until you sell, all right? So in in my opinion, the reason why you have the ability to build wealth is because bear markets only occur when stocks lose 25% or more of its value, which basically means if I have a strong business that I believe in, and and this is why it's uh important to to know to do your research and your due diligence on companies right because you know that a company is valued at a certain price if that price does go down you know that they'll have the revenue coming in they'll have you know the um the strong business fundamentals you know that they'll have uh, enough going on within the company itself that it'll be able to sustain uh anything and you'll know that it's like 
it's not value. You know that that company isn't value. You know if it was going at two dollars per share, you and then it drops down to seventy five cents a share. You know uh, because of the the business fundamentals that that company is actually worth more than that seventy five cents. So you won't freak out and uh, you know what I'm saying. You won't you won't uh, you won't be freaking out ready to sell. So I do believe me personally. I'm going to buy more when the prices get low like that, okay? Uh, it's like having a 25% off sale at your favorite department shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go you're gonna go shopping. Like, if PlayStation 5 went on sale, we got a bunch of PlayStation heads out there. PlayStation 5 went on sale for 25% off. I promise you, I promise you, people are going to rush those shelves and go shop. When Black Friday happens... What happened? people go crazy during Black Friday? Well, guess what? A bear market is a black is Black Friday for the stock market. Okay, that's exactly how you need to look at it. If Walmart has a sale, you gonna go up there and go crazy. It's just like that in the stock market. Okay, if Jordan decided that he wanted to sell all of his um you know products for twenty five percent off, I promise you, all the Jordan heads gonna go up there and have a field day, man. They gonna go up there and go crazy. Well, the same thing can be said for this when buying stock or shares in a company. Only difference is you can actually build wealth doing this, right? You can't build wealth uh, going crazy during Black Friday. Uh, getting your plasma TVs or your laptops that you're going to break at the house or, you know, any electronic devices that you like. You don't build wealth doing that. Uh, you don't build wealth uh, uh, going to Walmart when they have a 25% off sales or or if cons has a going at a business sale. You're not going to build any wealth doing that. What you can do is you can buy shares at a reasonably lower price and build wealth uh, when the stock market is down. Uh, reason being... When you buy more of the shares or you buy the dip, which is a term that uh, I'll be discussing uh, throughout the uh, basics of uh, stock market investing. When you buy the dip, your average price per share that you hold will actually go down. Okay, You'll have more shares, and when the markets go back up, which they will, it's been proven throughout history, they will go back up. You would have made yourself that much more money. That's how it works, guys. If I have, if I buy a stock when it's at $25, right, bear market hits, boom, that stock drops down to, let's say, $15 a share. Okay, well, my average cost per share is $25. That's when I bought into that stock, okay? That's when I bought into it at first. My initial time buying into it, I bought in at 25 bucks. The stock is now dropped down to to fifteen dollars, okay. Like I said at first, we've done our due diligence. We know that it's a great business that we own a piece of the uh uh, uh stock. We own a piece of the equity in. We know it's a great business. We know they have great uh financial fundamentals. We know that they they're, they're making money. We know that they don't have that much long term debt. We know that they uh they don't have that much outstanding like that much money going out. We don't have you know we know that they have plenty of assets. We know that they have plenty of liquidity. We understand they have sound business principles, and we know that that company isn't worth the fifteen dollars it sells for. It's actually worth around $25 that it was selling for at first and perhaps even more. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy that dip, guys. And when I do that, guess what's going to happen? My my outstanding share price, my average share price is going to go from 25 bucks a share to let's say 20 bucks a share, 18 bucks a share, right? So now when it does finally make it back up to to that $25 
uh, range or or above because we already understand that the, the the sound business fundamentals and we understand that the market fluctuates up and down. When it does go back up to that 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 original selling price, which we know it will, I would have made that much more money. Okay, let's say I had made a ten percent return on my initial investment. Well, guess what? Or well, now since I had a lower average price per share, that ten percent just multiplied by 10%. So now I have a 100% return on something that I had a 10% return on initially, all because I bought it at a... I didn't freak out. One, because I didn't freak out when the price dropped by by 10 bucks, okay? I didn't freak out when the price dropped by $10 per share. And like I said, if you have a bunch of shares of it, you can only imagine how much you're going to be losing. If you have 10 shares in that company, price drops $10, you just, you're out of 100 bucks. If you have 200 shares in that company, price drops $10, you're out of $200. That's how it works, okay? So if you don't freak out, you continue to hold because you have your sound uh, investing principles. You have those core values as an investor. You have that emotional intelligence, and you know Hey, I don't need to be selling this stock right now. This is a great business. This is a great company. I believe in them. I know it's. I know that they're valued at higher than this fifteen they dropped to. And you buy more, you would you would double, triple, quadruple your money every time because that price is gonna go back up. And all you're doing is just making yourself that much wealthier in the process. Okay, uh, just for a little context here, there have been twenty six bear markets since nineteen twenty eight. Okay, guys. 1928 the stock market has been around for a very long time i mind you it's been around for longer than a lot of us i can promise you that and your grandparents and your grandparents grandparents all right so next we're going to have market corrections okay and market corrections are a decline of 10 percent or greater in the price of your stock okay so your price is going to go down 10 percent or more all right so just keep that in mind. That's a correction. A correction is when that the when that that average stock price declines ten percent or more. Bear market is going to go down twenty five percent. Bull market is going to go up twenty five percent. A correction which occurs uh, uh, slightly more often than bear markets. They actually occur a little more often than bear markets. There's going to be a ten percent decrease of potentially more okay corrections can last from anywhere from a few days a few months uh maybe even longer all right it, it's it's no the stock market is such a uh, uh insane place it's not an exact science to it it's not an exact uh date on anything but what is uh, what has been known to hold true is that it will go up and it will go down and you need to know uh, uh, when to buy and when to sell and you need to and you need to make sure that you're not just speculating and doing what others are doing okay don't buy into a stock because your neighbor said it uh, don't be one of those people that um that that you know, since the stock is going down, you get scared and you just sell it. You know what I'm saying? Don't be someone who who falls in the pack and who like who is a cause of a price to get over inflated or you know the cause of uh, the the uh, stock to be devalued. Well, I actually like people that cause a stock to be devalued because I, I I buy more. You know, I, I like to build that wealth like that. I look to build that wealth like that. So, I mean, feel free to do that. I wouldn't suggest it. I would suggest that someone buy more. Like I said, I'm no financial advisor, but I do know how wealth is created. I'm just saying. Okay, so. 
while you will lose money during a correction in the short term, a correction can be a good thing, you know, adjusting the overvalued or inflated stock prices, okay, and providing buying opportunities. So during a correction, uh, those those uh, those stocks, they got overvalued and inflated because people were just being greedy, buying in, just wanting a slice of that pie. Those are what corrections are for. Corrections When corrections happen, they make those overvalued and inflated stocks go back to where they uh, were originally selling at, and sometimes even lower. Okay, so right now we uh we just experienced a market correction. Um, uh, the market has been correcting itself since Black Friday of this year of 2021. So the black the uh, uh during Black Friday that's when the market started going down. They thought they've been uh the, it was a, co- a correction period, and it happened up until about maybe. Two or three days before Christmas. I'm going to say like three. Yeah, I'm going to say, no, maybe four days before Christmas. Uh, it, so basically, the markets were down for almost a month from uh, Black Friday till about December the 21st-ish, I'm going to say, because it was up from the 21st. to the, the markets were closed the 24th. So I'm going to say about the 20th. From the 20th to the 23rd, the markets went back up and actually have seen, you know, it was, it was great appreciation. Uh, a lot of money was made and a lot of wealth was created. Uh, well, if you were lucky enough, if you were uh, intelligent, a wise enough investor, uh, you had, you know, you improved your position on your stock and you made decent amount of money when the market finally corrected and you had that Santa rally, the coveted Santa rally, which is just a thing that's been around for a while where you have invest you have people I don't know what happens, but year in and year out around christmas time stock the stock prices just go up they just inflate and uh that's because people are dumping uh bad stocks and they're pouring money into good stocks and it's just it's it's not inflating the market it's just like i said when you have those corrections and uh people are you know dumping those stocks uh like i said what goes up must come down people start buying into those stocks again and uh you know so you'll have that loss during the correction and guess what happens if you if you're an intelligent investor, uh, you know you'll end up making money uh, uh, post correction, and that's exactly what happened for a lot of people. A lot of those intelligent investors are not those speculators out there. It's the difference between being an investor and a speculator. An investor actually knows the value of a company. An investor actually knows those numbers, those measures, those sound financial uh, uh, principles. A speculator just follows trends. They just does what everyone else does, and they don't really know what's going on, okay? So, like I said, we actually experienced a market correction over the past month. I said November 2021, we actually experienced a market correction uh, around Black Friday. That's when it started. I'm almost, I'm 100% certain that's when it started. Markets were down. Uh, stocks went on sale, in my opinion. That was a Black Friday sale in the stock market. It stayed down for about a month. People were probably freaking out more than likely. Uh, not me, guys. I was buying more stock that whole entire month. That's all I was doing, buying stock, buying stock, buying stock. And guess what happened? I was improving my cost per average position. And when those markets finally corrected and they started going back up, I seen great gains. That's just the way it works. So, it, so corrections are a great opportunity to build wealth because any intelligent investor knows you make your money when you buy. Not when you sell, okay? You make your money when you buy. If you buy at a low enough price, 
that's going to be where the gains come when you do finally sell at whatever price. If you buy it at X and you sell it at 3X, you know what I'm saying? Instead of buying it at 3X and then just selling it at 4X because you were buying it during a bull market when stocks were going crazy high. If you buy it during a bear market, you buy it during a correction, and then you decide to sell it when the bull market comes around. Well, guess what? You ended up buying it at X because it was way low, and you sold it at 3X, 4X instead of buying it at uh, X and just selling it at 2X because you, you picked the wrong time to sell, right? That's pretty much how it works. So uh, any intelligent investor knows you make your money when you buy not when you sell. Uh, I actually learned that from uh, another person I look up to, the great Robert Kiyosaki. A uh, very, uh, very smart, intelligent man, has great sound principles, okay? There have been uh, 58 market corrections uh, in, in the history of the stock market, 26 of which have turned into bear markets. So so we get a bear market, I'm going to say, around every six years or so, okay? So uh corrections like i said like we said which is when market uh when we when uh, the markets are down 10% or more have been known to turn into bears which is what we said when it hits that 25 percentile and it goes a little bit below okay so as you see with all of the the fluctuations and unpredictability of the the bipolar stock market it's important to have sound principles and emotional intelligence when investing. That's why you don't buy. That that way you don't buy when you should sell, or you don't sell when you should buy. Okay, that's where that's where you'll lose money. You lose money when you when you buy when you should. You know, what I'm saying if you buying but you should be selling, you're gonna lose money. You know, like you're gonna. I promise you, you're gonna lose money. If you sell when you should be buying, you're gonna lose a money making opportunity. <laughs> No, seriously. Okay, so for me personally, I invest for the long term. It's going to be, I'm going to say, between five to ten years. Some people invest, you know, uh, the the short holders, they're going to invest for three months and just wait for it to boom, hope that it booms. Three to six months, uh, or if it happens to appreciate over the course of a year, they're going to dump the stock. Me personally, I want to get maximum return. I want to get maximum appreciation. And then I like to uh, invest, dividend invest as well, so I like to get maximum payout. I want to hold for five to ten years. If I'm lucky, I want to do like the great one Buffett does, hold that company until I'm no longer in this uh on this earth right i want to hold it for 20 years 30 years 40 years and just let that's that's when you when you know you have a sound a good business with sound principles and it's it's ethically run it's ethically well run and and you know it's going to be around for a while uh coca-cola uh has been selling uh stock and continuously making their shareholders money for years because it's a great business with a great business plan, sound financials, and it's it's it, uh, ethically run well. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's, same for them. Costco, same for them. Walmart, same for them. Amazon, same for them. Apple, same for them. PayPal, same for them, right? These, these things are, uh, hold true over time, okay? Um, so just to put the figures in the context, the stock market has been around since 1972, okay, guys? As, yeah, so when I say it's been around longer than me and you, uh, longer than your grandparents, your grandparents, grandparents, the stock market has been around since 1972, okay? I'm pretty sure uh, Thomas Edison uh, possibly was investing in the stock markets, all right, guys? It's, went, it's gone back way far. So with sound principles, uh, you will be able to secure your principal, Meaning that you won't lose your money that you initially invest. So with sound principles, 
while investing, you will be able to secure your principal and grow that money by way of appreciation. That's what the stock market is for, okay? The stock market is somewhere where you can put your money, you can put your money there, and you can let it grow. And if you do it the right way, if you have, if you have sound principles, if you, have, if you do your due diligence, if you know how to actually pick stocks and not speculate on stocks, you will make money, okay? Way more money than just a regular savings account, okay? Way more money than just a simple 401k. You will make good money, all right, everybody? So you've been rocking with the Cash Flow President. This is the Cash Flow President Podcast. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Always, always, always educate yourselves financially. Always Never go into an investment blind. Never go into it not knowing what you're doing. Never go into it not knowing what you're investing in. You can't, you can't win the game if you don't know how to play. And always remember to take massive action when you're doing anything, okay? Until next time, everybody. Peace. All right, everybody. Uh, I just wanted to make a slight correction. Uh, the markets have been around since... 1792 and not 1972 the stock market has been around since 1792 okay everybody uh, i misspoke on the previous point the markets have been around for quite a long time